It's time for your weekly dose of nostalgia with 80s and 90s Uncensored. I am Milo Dennison. And I'm Jamie Fenderson. And today we're going to match up the Golden Girls with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Because everyone's wanted to know which Golden Girl would date which Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, right? Questions that society has asked, we answer on our podcast. That's right, because everybody is at home going, damn, if... Like Golden Girls were Ninja Turtles and vice versa. Which ones would they be or yeah. which ones would they hang out with? I know people think about this. Don't lie. You can lie to yourself, but don't lie to us. Well, tell me a little bit about the Golden Girls, Jamie, and let's see if I can figure out which mutant Ninja Turtle they, they should uh, equal. Okay. Well, I, I I knew about Golden Girls because I like Golden Girls, but I, 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 I focused on some some stuff I didn't know. I didn't know who created it, actually. And it's a woman by the name of Susan Harris. And she created a number of other Emmy award-winning shows. So before Golden Girls, she created things like Soap and Benson. And then even after or during and after um, the Golden Girls, she created the spinoff of Golden Girls called Empty Nest, which was very popular. So she's no punk in the creating TV shows realm. Um, Golden Girls won 11 uh, Emmy Awards of its 68 nominations, four Golden Globes, two Viewers for Quality Television Awards, and all four of the actresses won several Emmys for, for their roles in this show. So the show is awesome. It, it, I've always liked it even when I was a kid, but I don't know if you had a chance to rewatch it. I just think it's one of those sitcoms that's kind of funny, and it the laugh track just makes it a little funnier. Unlike some sitcoms where the laugh track is there to give you a cue on when you think sh- things need to be funny because it's not, this is actually funny. This is up there with like Cheers where it's actually witty and funny and the laugh track's just there to laugh with you because it's already kind of funny. The Queen of England, Elizabeth, liked it so much that she wrote to the show and asked them to come perform uh, in London for her, and they did. Speaking of performance, we always say that um, – you know you've hit you've hit it big if your TV or movie has a stage production. The Golden Girls Live was a stage production off Broadway. It was a drag show. Ooh, that would be fun. It's a Golden Girls drag show. I would totally go to that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In two thousand three, but they had to shut down because there was a cease and desist um, because they didn't secure the rights. So they shut it down, unfortunately. But it did for a short time have a stage production. This thing was the show was remade or uh, you know di- made different versions across eleven countries. And did you know there's a there was a Golden Girls themed restaurant, Milo, in Manhattan in t- 2017. All the food was bland and easy to chew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good on your dentures. <laughs> a lot of soft stuff like applesauce and gruel. Mashed potatoes. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of boiled things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was called Rue LaRue Cafe. It was owned by Michael LaRue, who was Rue Callahan's really good friend. But it closed uh, less than a year after it opened. And I think that's... Crap, it shows you that New York just doesn't have their shit together because if you opened up a Golden Girls-themed restaurant in, like, Capitol Hill in Seattle, it would still be open today. Well, if all the, a lot the of geek- 
all the servers were in Golden Girl drag, it would be. Yeah, because you have a huge geek community, you have a huge gay community, and we would keep that shit open. So, Michael LaRue, if you want to try again, I think you should open your Golden Girls themed restaurant in, in Seattle, and we'll support you. So, give us a call. I know you're listening. Don't be shy. We'll, we'll, we'll go look at sites for you, and we'll make that happen. Yep. And we'll, of course, when you open, we'll promote your restaurant on our show. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll do it for free. Well, uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, were basically a couple artists by the name of Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird were just sitting around one day in 1983, and Eastman, as a joke, drew a turtle standing on his hind legs wearing a mask with some nunchucks strapped to his arms and wrote Ninja Turtle as just kind of a fun. Lard uh, laughed at that and drew kind of more refined versions. They then took that and came up with their four Ninja Turtles. So at first they actually tried Japanese names, but didn't work. And then when they switched to Renaissance artists, they're like, yeah, that works. Just quirky enough to work. They um, got some money together. They used one of them uses tax returns, which is $500. Another one emptied his bank account of the $200 he had in his bank account. <laughs> and uh, they borrowed $1,300 from one of their uncles. And they printed up 3,000 copies of their first comic, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So they ran an ad in Comic Buyer's Guide magazine. And then it kind of caught on. And all 3,000 copies of the first book were sold out within weeks. And they actually printed another 6,000 copies, which sold out. And so they ended up making enough money to pay back their uncle the $1,300, and they split $200 profit from that original run of that first book. They refined it over time, and the, the initial Ninja Turtles were actually a bit more violent and a bit more extreme. And one of the guys actually had this quote, and he said, had I to do it again and were involved in making the creative decisions for the first animated series is when we get into the cartoon, it would be very different. Among other things, there would have been more, there wouldn't be any of their moronic henchmen, Bebop and Rocksteady, Shredder would have been a serious bad guy, that kind of stuff. Mm. So they initially were much more violent, but when uh, the cartoons got involved and the toys got involved, they're like, well, hey, no, you know, this needs to be fun, right? We're making this for kids. So they gave the turtle, instead of saying damn, like the turtle said originally, they started saying turtle power and cowabunga. And <laughs> they that kind of stuff was was added. And then the games, the toys were made. And they, again, they needed, as we all know, if you're going to make toys and sell them, you need a cartoon to go along with that to sell the toys. And that cartoon came out in 1987 and did pretty darn well. Everybody loved it. I loved it when I was a kid. I thought it was mm -hmm. great. So they've got, you know, toys they've got cartoons they've got movies now they had a, a stage show uh like a touring concert thing ninja turtles on tour is what it was called oh yeah i had their tape from pizza hut i listened to <laughs> it my walkman oh yeah All kinds of buy-ins video games i loved the ninja turtle video game for my nes played that one a lot but yeah that's kind of the history of the turtles so now we need to decide which turtle matches with which golden girl, right? And this is difficult because there's not only a species divide, like four the four on one side are 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 turtles, but the four on other are, are women. 
But there's a generational thing because you have teenage mutant ninja turtles versus golden girls, right? There's a whole generational and special divide here. So it's going to be hard. Tough. Okay. Well, let's start with Leonardo. He's the okay. leader of the group. He's skilled. Uh, he's a good swordsman. He wields a katana. He's responsible. He's dedicated and decisive. And he wants what's best for others. Mm -hmm. Which golden girl do you think he matches up to? I matched him up with Dorothy. Uh, that's also who I had. So Dorothy, uh, go ahead, describe Dorothy then since you did the research. Well, she's the she's um, pragmatic. She's also kind of the leader of the girls. Mm -hmm. um, and she's she's kind of the grounded one. So I think she's like Leonardo in that way in that she's kind of the rock for the entire group. The difference I would say is that Leonardo has this kind of very virtuous, almost naivete about him, whereas Dorothy is very cynical. I'd say that's their biggest difference. But they're both kind of the leader of their peer group, and they're the rock of the of the quartet. Yeah. So that's how I that's how I saw it. Yeah, and I think they would make them a good couple because of the, his his um, optimism and her cynicism. I think they would balance each other out well. In regards yeah. to that, she'd help keep him in check with that, and he'd help kind of, you know, make her feel better about some of it. I think it's a good, yeah. I think it's a good opposite area and a good similar area. Yeah, good yin yang, good similarities, but also some good opposites that'll keep them kind of happy. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we we We're agree good on, on that one. one. That's great. <laughs> so I'm gonna put a little check mark. Okay, should we yep. go? Who should we do next? You want to do Raphael? Raphael. Okay. So Raphael, uh, he's the red turtle. So he's the fun-loving one. Uh, he's uh, very fast and agile, but he uses nunchucks. He's a risk taker. He's hot-headed. Dude, dude. He's, you I know said who Raphael. Raphael. He doesn't have nunchucks, though. Oh, what does Raphael use? He uses size. And the fun-loving one you're thinking about is probably Michelangelo. Um, did I get my get my guys mixed up? Yeah, Michelangelo is the fun one. Brother. No, and oh, I don't know them as well as you. But Raphael is the quick to anger one, right? Yeah. Well, in the cartoon, he's kind of snarky, and he makes yeah. a lot of wisecracks. The in the, in the in the comics and in the '90s movie, he's got a chip on his shoulder, and he's okay. he's kind of angry, so he's got a short fuse. Yeah, and he has size. He's the red. He's got the red, and he's got the size. So the, I thought the Michelangelo had the size. No, dude, no, totally not. Uh, no. What does Michelangelo zero. use? Michelangelo uses nunchucks. Oh, whoopsie! Got my. I did get my. I got them both a little mixed up. <laughs> well, <laughs> just don't mix up your Golden Girls. Cartoon Turtles is one thing, but okay. you know. So yeah, so Michelangelo's the fun one. The um, enthusiastic, he's a uh, creative, short attention span kind of. Yeah. Okay. All right. So should we do, well, okay. So back to Raphael. So Raphael's the hothead because, you know, he wears red. How about that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, which golden girl? Let's see. Do you want me to tell you or do you want to tell me? You want to go ahead? I went with Blanche. Oh. You didn't go with Blanche? Because mm -mm. Blanche is kind of like, she's the... Kind of sexy one. Uh, oh, I bet you you went with 
Sophia, didn't you? Yeah, I did yeah. go with Sophia. I can that's... see why you would go with Blanche, and that's I think that's perfectly acceptable. Yeah. I ended up going with Sophia. I can see that too, because that because she's kind of got a bit of a chip on her shoulder. Yeah, she's a, she's got a little chip on her shoulder. She's she's kind of she's snarky. She's a wisecracker. She's always got some kind of joke to put someone down. Um, and I think she's just kind of slightly angry. Um, so it depends on what Raphael you're talking about. The cartoon Raphael is very snark or wisecracker, very snarky. The the movie Raphael is actually kind of angry. Oh, see, I'm going more cartoon Raphael. Yeah, uh, than the movie Art Raphael. Yeah, but he's a, he's a snarky wisecracker, and so is Sophia. So I went with Sophia, but I can see why you went with Blanche too, because I think Raphael's kind of maybe a little, a little on the sexy side. Maybe he's the one who's like eyeballing April a yeah. little more than like you think it's Michelangelo, but it's actually Raphael, kind of like looking her up and down in the back, like mm. yeah, what's up, baby? <laughs> but I went with Sophia, but I think Blanche's a good choice. No, so I went with Sophia to Donatello. Oh, because uh, uh, he's very smart. He's methodical. He's kind of the responsible one. And I figure beyond besides Dorothy being the responsible one, the only other really responsible one is Sophia because it's definitely not Blanche and it's definitely not Rose. So, but I can see also why you went Michelangelo, or sorry, Raphael and Sophia as well. That's kind of kind of a toss-up on that one yeah so i went donatello to blanche mm. mainly because michelangelo is obviously rose to me because he's ditzy and fun loving yeah and so is rose and maybe not the brightest of the turtles or the brightest of the women they're both not right and i think michelangelo is maybe the more urban one to rose's rural one so i think they'd match that city mouse country mouse pretty well yeah but how I got Donatello and Blanche is Donatello. I think Blanche is also kind of clever. She's actually smarter than she, she, she kind of portrays. She kind of slutty, but I think she's pretty smart and she gets her men in like clever ways. And Donatello, maybe not, he's no man ho, um, but he's the smart one. That's how I justified it. But I can see Raphael, Donatello, Sophia, Blanche kind of switching up like you did it too. I think I think we're both right on that one. Depends on how mm -hmm. you view them. They certainly could. I yeah. I don't dispute your choice either. This did get me to thinking though about some unnatural things, like like Golden Girls having sex with a Ninja Turtle. Well, or just the fact that you got four humanoid turtles that are kind of like the only. They're the only kind. Of, they're the only ones of their kind, right? Mm -hmm. And they're teenagers, so their loins are kind of pulsating or however you say that um and then you know rat daddy's gotta say hey you you're just you're you're the only ones of your kind so i don't know what what happens in the sewer stays in the sewer or or maybe april's freaky like that you know maybe she maybe that's why they like her and they help her all the time because maybe she gets freaky with the turtle action i don't know but you don't really think about these things when you're a kid and then when you're older you're like well I don't know. Do, do ninja? I know the Golden Girls have needs because they they're always like talking about their needs in their show because that's part of the show is a lot of this sexual in, innuendo. It's kind of like part of the show about hey, we're kind of like you know 
mature ladies and we're kind of, you know, menopausal, but we still have needs and we still like to get it on with men. And Blanche totally likes to get in there. She hasn't, she, she makes no qualms about letting people know she likes to do that. But what about teenage turtles? Like, I mean, they're, yeah, I mean, they're human-esque. I mean, they've got to have needs, right? I mean, turtles have needs and yeah. humans have needs and yeah. or desires or <laughs> that kind of stuff. So it makes sense that they would. Right. So how do they, how do they fulfill those needs? Like, do they. April's cute. Yeah. You know, and. But uh, you think she gets it. Do you think she, because here's the thing. They're, they're virtuous. So they can't go forcing themselves on any like human girls. No, it's gotta be willing. So which Ninja Turtle do you think April gets it on with if it's just one? Or do you think she goes at it with all four of them? Well. They probably they probably they probably don't go all at once, but they probably kind of like have separate date nights with April. Mm, yeah. And then the other three just stay home with each other, maybe just kind of like, I don't know. I don't even want to talk about that taboo kind of action there, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think if if she so here's a question for you. If she if she is getting it on with just well, she can't get it on with just one because the other three'd find out and then it would give there'd be a lot of jealousy and stuff, and then the turtles would and then get they with be each other, and then they'd break up. Ninjas anymore, they'd be kind of like this really Shakespearean blood feud between all of them. Yeah, and it would be more of a weird kind of Game of Thrones kind of thing. <laughs> it would, and we don't want that. So I think she probably. I, I don't even want to guess because I'm sure if 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 she does get it on, it's with if it's it's with all four in some way. Maybe. Because, I mean, when they take their masks off and stuff like that, they potentially could look the same pretty much, right? They mm. look very similar. So maybe they just, you know, all for date night with April, pretend they're whichever total she's into. Or maybe she just doesn't know which one she's on a date with. Yeah. Because they take their mask. That's why they wear the colored, the different colors, because they're indistinguishable. Maybe they're like... I identical twin teenage mutant ninja turtles or with yeah and then or yeah you maybe she just says meet me in the room the lights will be off baby yeah i don't know which one you are but just surprise me i like the surprise yeah because <laughs> i'm freaking like that yeah maybe she is april she seems like such a nice girl but you know what they say nice girl isn't there some saying about that nice girls in public freaking the sack or Something like that. There's some saying like that. I don't know what it is. But... I don't know. I don't hang out with nice girls, so I wouldn't I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I don't hang out with anybody. <laughs> well, that got that got weird. That took, that took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> we went from uh, Golden Girls getting it on with turtles to uh, April taking turns with turtles. So, hey, when we say the 80s and 90s uncensored, that's what we mean. Like sometimes it gets weird. It's in the title, guys. It's in the title. Sometimes it gets weird. If if you thought, oh, we didn't call it the 80s and 90s normal guy shit, right? It's the 80s and 90s uncensored. So we just got uncensored with some weird stuff. But you know you think about it, too. And you and if you didn't, you are now. And you know you are. Don't lie to yourself. Yeah, you are now. Now you're contemplating this stuff like <laughs> we are. So don't lie. <laughs> don't lie to yourself. <laughs> I think we should probably wrap it up there. Um... If you have an opinion on which golden girl would match up with which Ninja Turtle, 
You can, of course, reach us on the website at the80sand90s.com. Shoot us a message there or send us that email of like, you guys are so inappropriate. I can't believe you said those things. We'll take that message too. You can also reach us on social media. We're on, uh, what are we on? Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I think it's just those three, right? Yeah. Yeah. At the 80s and 90s com. So you can reach us there as well. Yeah. Let us know. I know because you're thinking about it. You know you are. So send us an email. Info at the 80s and 90s dot com. And tell us what you think about how, who you'd match up, what Ninja Turtle match up with which Golden Girl, because you know you're thinking about it, and I know you have opinions, so just go ahead and like let us know. Don't, there's no shame. Send us a private message if you're if you're too chicken to post it on social media. We'll, we just want to hear. I'm so interested in what you have to say about it. It's a fascinating subject. And with that, we will say we are out of here. Like April O'Neil's virtue oh everybody thought she was a good girl Mm -mm. not Not after we slandered the poor gal jeez we don't even know her april's gonna sue us for slander (laughs) how dare you say i would do that with the turtles we're all just friends